Mailbag Preview Show, episode 286, joined by Jack Dickens and Rob Scurry. Rob Scurry coming off a good day yesterday at Rose Hill. Yeah, it was a good day. Um, just with the boys' prices, it just takes a little bit of the uh, torment out of it for me. You know, kept finding things that the boys marked shorter than they were and, you know, three winners. Um, could have bet better. English will annoy me, um, but, you know, we roll on. Newcastle Saturday. Because it was winning from a while away, wasn't it? Yeah, so, as, as soon that, that as race, held... That race changed complexion at, like, the 250. Like... Yeah. That, well, I wasn't expecting Hippo to hold up on um, the thing we backed, um, which is a horse I've never backed before. Annoying. Um, and I could see, yeah, it was quickly, um, yeah, pretty short when it settled so well, because we were on it at Kenzo and English didn't settle, Englishmen didn't settle over a, you know, typical kind of slowly run distance race. And Jack, big cup week for you on the betting front? Um, Did you say betting or bidding? Betting, betting, punting. <laughs> um, yeah, we've had a phenomenal run. It's been great. Yesterday was uh, our first losing day in a long, long time, but we only lost a unit and... We were playing with theirs. Uh, we had two sort of free rolls at the end uh, that we were on at, like, say, 4.20, and it jumped 2.20, and I thought it got the bob, so one of the worst ways to lose. Um can't remember what it was even called, but it was a Freeman horse, J Mott Road. And then the last, we were on another big filthy steamer um, and didn't get the job done. So, uh, yeah, bounced back, but we've ripped through Caulfield, and I've done the majority of... Uh, Mooney Valley. I'm yet to do Lazy Susan's race, but it's a big weekend. Um, the show rolls on punning-wise, but there's a big weekend for us boys at Mailbag Bloodstock. We've got a, a runner in a group race and uh, Lazy Susan. Sort of, she makes her debut on what I hope is potentially her home track, the Valley. If she makes the field. She's already made it. No, she hasn't. There's been a scratching. Yeah, but it's below us. Was it? Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. Speaking of that Group 3 runner, uh, Newcastle will kick off their race seven, the New Zealand Bloodstock three-year-old spring stakes over a mile. Like you said, Jack, until Valhalla, great winner. Last start at the Kenzo. Can she go on with it here? 100% she can. She's got upside. She's untapped. Um, she's like Rob's. Rob and my favorite word for a long time. She has genuine scope. She's scope. We don't know where she's going, how good she is, but we're going to find out a little bit on Saturday. We anticipate as an ownership group that she would be a better filly next time in. Um, so anything she does, this preparation is a bonus. But if she was to just pinch a little bit of black top, I mean, it would just be a fill-up. And um, I think the race is quite thin. I think it's a, you know, getting a bit conflicted now, Rob. Like <laughs> I want to say it's just a genuine, proper group race. This was once a great race. Like the, yeah. the Mag- Magic Albert won this race against Viscount. Um, Hotel Grand, uh, it used to be in oh, Hotel September. Grand. I remember that. Was that game? Yeah, no, our man, the best, judge in racing, the best judge in racing, Anthony Cummings. 
Yeah. Um, what a horse he was. What a rich mm. copper chestnut. Oh, died too too soon. Um, didn't you know? One of what probably needed as a stud horse. But I actually had a dream about our girl last night, and it was oh, it was yeah. <laughs> Uh, she she well, led just to the... before you start. What what happened? What what was your night like before you went to bed? Like what sort of um, how many bottles, uh, glasses? I know it was, it was good. We, we, had, we had half a glass of rosé before. I had to duck out to watch my daughter play soccer at Heffron, and then we came back. We had one. Let's not say the name of, of the beer it was, but it used to be you know was once associated with the show. Um, you got to get me on the Hawk Lager, um, Jack. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that, every that was sip it. gives it, something back. Hawks Lager, Hawks Brewing Co. Anyway, she she jumped well. She looked the winner the whole way. She got beaten in a deceptive bob um, on the line, and uh, the other horse also stripped her back leg. So she got kind of trampled on as well, and uh, lost in a photo. There was a protest. <laughs> wow. and, um Dismissed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sounds more anyway, like a nightmare what, than the train. <laughs> it, it was a bit. It was a bit. But you know, let's hope it's. So she's group. Here. She's group. She's group placed. <laughs> yeah, she's group placed. She might be retired though. Yeah, and, and... doesn't have a bank. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the horses. Yeah. Anyway, like, let's hope it's not like my Augustus Istimo last week, where I said it was. Um, if, if that drifted and get got what I might, I might get wobbly if I was having a a rough day, and that's what happened. All right. Um, yeah, the market certainly hasn't uh, hasn't missed her coming up second favourite there, five dollars fifty at the moment. Rob, is there any in this field that have been sort of yours? Uh, Kin, Kin, who did Kin? Who did did King Tide beat NCAP early in the prep? So that's that's got to be some chance. Yes, but I, I don't I I don't know. Any it ran of it ran near Kin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kintai looks like the only Saturday, you know, spring horse I can see here. The rest look like they could be running around on a Wednesday. Um, it did beat home in cap in the up and coming, the Group Three, uh, where it was yeah. zero point two off Tom Kitten in cap in third. So he's got to be some kind of chance, Jack. You'd think um, Hippo drawn in the middle, Newcastle best track in New South Wales, best track to view Mounting Yard. Um, can't wait to get there. Have a look at her. I've got a really good line on on it. I saw her, but I said she was she was she was busy, whatever. But she she's hopefully she's going to love the float trip. Um, she's just going to keep improving, maturing as a three year old filly. Get to Newcastle, you know, and uh, run a run a big race for us. I, I, I see uh, Rachel King booked. I wasn't consulted. She's doing a great job, Rachel. She's profitable, and uh, we think she'll suit the filly. Uh, also gets 54.5 kilos, which is relevant here to to which riders you can and can't have. Um, yeah, Kintai's eighth or ninth up. This this prep's been up since the back of July. Um, obviously, it's well credentialed for a race like this and a field like this. Um, I thought influential was awful um, for Uncle Chris. At Flemington, I half liked it that day, but wasn't sure what to do with it, and glad I left it alone. Um, the other horses I don't really know, and um, I think we've dipping our toe in in a really good race for this sort of money. Like it's a quarter of a million dollar race, Group Three. Um, you know, if we were able to pull this off, it's a really good platform for for the for the filly moving forward. 
Yeah. Um, I can't. If she if she ping jumps and settles, I can't see how she doesn't run top three. Um, the I just noticed that the the Waterhouse has got the favourite, the three, and you know that's that's coming off a Gosford win, you know, in a forty thousand dollar race. Yeah, that's that's not too dissimilar to our sort of setup. Um, yeah, true. I, I think we've drawn super. Um, I think Rachel suits, and uh, I'm excited, very very excited. The form out of both of our starts have been has been really strong as well. There's one is galore from that Hawkesbury maiden where she was obviously narrowly defeated, and the Kenzo race, uh, one that finished about eighth, beaten seven lengths, won yesterday. At, uh, sorry, Tuesday at Gosford. So um, it's all lining up nicely. Um, all right, let's yeah, because it's it's worth noting like it's a hundred K maiden. So it's a bit different to a normal maiden what she's mm. coming out of, but like a horse like influential's last start was in a half a million dollar race and he started four forty. So you have to respect that. Kintoy's last start started 21 bucks in a $2 million race. So who knows? Let's, we're about to find out. I see Mogwai. That was favorite versus us at Kinzo is in at Canterbury tomorrow. So that'll be interesting to see how that goes. James McDonald aboard. Um, that is interesting. Thank you. Uh, race eight is the Hunter, the Newcastle Hunter, worth a million dollars. Some of the old favourites here, or some horses we know well here. Marzu, Cold Crusher, one of yours, isn't it, Rob? Been in the past? Uh, no, no, it's one of the few Joe Pride horses I haven't been able to get on the right side of. Um, but, yeah, good honest, this looks this looks really tough. Um Horse has been up for a long time. Um, who had this as their plan? I don't know, but looking forward to seeing him in the yard. Um, rather speculate at Caulfield on, on on easier races, man. This looks tough. It's too hard. All right. I thought one of the interesting horses here, though, is um, the 13 Cinewan. Mm-hmm. Second up, Joe Pride, X Friedman. There was a time two years ago when this horse was above average and like, you know, potent. If he gets back to that sort of form, um, he has to be like a chance here. Like he went awful at Eagle Farm in a listed race, but like he started $8 behind Antino that day. You can tie Antino in there. Everyone understands Antino now. Um, Yeah, like he's got a profile that says if he gets back to – what he's capable of, this seven-year-old by Kingman. And Joe Pride's the man to get him back to what they were capable of. I'd imagine he's a big, fat price, and he's a horse of interest for me, for sure, in the Hunter. So, overall, the Hunter looks wide open, no clear pick. I thought I thought the whole Newcastle meeting, basically summed up like this, extremely excited. Hopefully, I can get there uh, to watch our horse run in a group race. Otherwise, it's Rob's favourite track, uh, and it looks a meeting with angles everywhere, horses at ender preps, some early in preps. It's a mounting our mail uh, meeting, and um, I'm expecting our man to deliver on the big stage. He's going to have a set of prices. He's going to have a, a really good mindset. Probably going to have a night at the old old folks' home, so he's going to have a really nice meal. Um, you know, a bit of time with dad. It's going to get him right mentally. Uh, I'm expecting a really big Saturday from Rob. So the mailbag.com.au, accountable betting advice via the app. Rob Scurry, he whispers to horses, and they whisper back. Get it and start winning. 
All right. Uh, just before we move on to Caulfield, I've realised that uh, we've skipped over the the tips from last week where me and Rob were victorious and we're out to chase down one Jack Dickens who was what was my tip? victorious with his mate JP Spencer. Oh, it's like the only thing I've acted on Saturday that I lost. <laughs> and it, it kind of half talked me out of a tissue, you know. I was trying to say, you know, it should good yeah, bet I backed the week it in before. The end, though. Yeah, I backed it too. 14.50 it got to on Betfair. 14.50. Good horse. Unbelievable. Nice. Like it was, and it was right after um, Pride of Jenny won. Pride Jenny won. So that, that's why I looked. I thought, oh, fuck, this is going to crunch. I'm going to miss this. And yep. no, 1450. So, and I, Rob, I think you said it on the show, like it's often that race, you know, it's a, an afterthought, right? And horses coming off the Cox plate, you would just assume it's the best form, but um, didn't work out that way. Good, honest race from. Mr. Brightside again. I, you know, I, I, what was that race before? Oh, that was the race before. Sorry. Yeah. That was Pride of Ginny race, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, um yeah, I, I fell into him again. Yeah. So, like, when our, when our, um, our tips aren't winning, they're, they're certainly, uh, black book horses anyway. Oh, few- mine wasn't. Mine, mine dropped back badly and it was yeah. awful. But where are we at profit on turnover wise? Uh, I think we have, what do we have? We've got a, maybe two or three shows left for the title. Yeah, yep. uh, 77% for yourself, 44% for Rob, and 32% for me. We've just tipped over. hard to catch because there'll be a chunky amount of bets in there now which make your pot hard to move. What does the winner get again? Um, Not sure. I think we might, we might we might make up like a vest for us to roll around in. Like, you know how like if you buy a horse and it wins a group race, you get one off Inglis? We'll have one. Oh, sounds good. All right, Caulfield. Caulfield, should we look at the two group ones at Caulfield? We'll do that first, and then if there's anything else you want to add, uh, we can do so. Race seven is the 1,000 guineas, uh, obviously over a mile for three-year-old fillies. Skybird, um, very impressive there at uh, at the Valley. God bless, it. God bless it, Socks. If you don't love betting or you're just getting your toe in, backing that horse and watching it win on a big day like that is just how you get hooked. What a win that was. Bo Mertens, great ride up the guts. It was beautiful. Having a look at your map here, it looks like it's probably going to get a similar run and need a lot of luck. Need a lot of luck. Um, I I think it's uh, it's hard to knock, but if you sort of punish its map, it's short enough. Uh, I don't think it'll start any shorter than it is now. It certainly wouldn't start with a two in front of it, is my view. Uh, reading this market early on. Um I thought the potential overs in a very tough race early is the six Jolly Star. J Mac rides, Uncle Chris. Um, it was a very nice performance last start. It was meeting fastest, meeting fifteenth fastest of the day, last two hundred last start, made great ground versus the race. Um reasonably quick backup for Uncle Chris, fourth up this prep. Um it's probably the one at odds, not at, not huge odds either, that, that interests me the most. Um, if Quick Stars to get out to a big fat price, you can tie that through a couple of relevant horses here. Same story, Vivier. Back that horse last start at Caulfield, and I thought it was a really good run. Um, but you'd want to see evidence in the rails in the true on Saturday that you can make ground or it's a, it's a fair track before you're backed like Skybird, before you're backed Vivier. 
Quick Star. They might try and kick up on Quick Star from an inside draw, but I doubt it. Um, if you have to bet and you don't, gamble responsibly. One eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight, or visit the website. Did you think um, Arctic Jolly Glam- Star? Arctic Glamour saw out the mile very well last start. I saw it's in the market again. Yeah, no, but trust that stable, which is a weird thing to say <laughs> when you think about it. Um, 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 but trust and like. They wouldn't be pushing on, I don't reckon, I don't think, if they didn't believe. And it might just be a good foundation for the horse to kick off at. Like, and the tongue tie Arct- Arctic Glamour, Karina Queen, Skybird, Quickstar and Ursa are the three horses, the five horses, sorry, that are uh, going to this mile grand final group one pedigree value-adding race off a 1,600-metre foundation. And the rest of them are jumping up from 1,400 metres. So... Yeah, you know how are they going to go here, Jack? What sort of are we expecting? Even tempo? I'd I'd expect almost less. Slow. Well, I think there's a couple that they they'll be not not convinced they're going to get the um the trip at a genuine clip, right? So so you lower the lower the speed, and I think some of the key runners like. Like the Jolie Star from one, Kamachi from four. Is Kamachi still in? Uh, I'm obviously yeah, interested yeah. in that. Greg Williams. Like Arctic Glamour, they're going to hold good spots. So mm. there's either going to be a heap of tempo or no tempo, I'd suggest. So I'd lean to no tempo. Like Vivier, Craig, Craig. I don't think Vivier or Karina Queen or Zurion is going to get sent to, to cross them from the 600 meter start at Caulfield. Uh, I think Ursa, probably vibrant son of your leaders. Uh, Apache Song, thereabouts, wide. You've also got Kua Volante from five. Likely shows some intent. And then if Skybird jumps, he's going to just try and tag Jolie Star. That That's Skybird's angle for victory, I think. He's just following Jolie Star and hoping that Uncle Chris has got that horse to peak and you can peel off its back. Well, I, I won't sleep, even if I've had a good day, if I'm not on Kamachi here. The, the, the subs are bleeding. I think I've quoted Shakes once more onto the breach. I think it is. Um, if they're going to go slow, Craig Williams is going to get in a lovely spot here. I know the horse doesn't get six sixteen hundred, but um, it's it look it looks a bet to me. Sydney horses. I won't be losing on Arctic Glamour. Um, obviously, Skyboy. It's very exciting, but it's a get back horse, and you know you, you got to be lucky. Zoo Ryan. Yeah, I think I think if you like 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 I do, I think to clarify, I like Jolie Star a little bit, so I can't pen Arctic Glamour John because Arctic Glamour has a really strong SP yeah. versus Jolie Star. So mm. that was probably what was that? It was over fourteen hundred, so it's pretty relevant for this race. Um the start prior they started the same sort of price. So Jolo Star beat Arctic Glamour in a maiden that started six dollars. Arctic Glamour's five fifty, but last start in a better race as a dollar eighty five. Arctic Glamour versus four forty. Jolo Star and Zoo Ryan, the owner, owner, same owners uh, there was obviously a very tough run last start, but probably gets possibly a tough run again from Barrier Eleven, right? The tactics on that horse will be quite interesting. 
and in Melbourne they can just sort of do whatever they want versus Sydney with the roadmap. So, um, hard to predict. I don't think the market will be an indication either. Like they just sort of that'd be a decision they make thirty minutes before the race how this track's racing and what do we want to do. Yep. All right. Cool. We'll move on to the Group One Rupert Clark Stakes, fourteen hundred meters. I am me heads this way instead of uh, to Newcastle. Newy, bro. Newy. Right, I massive speed here. Buffalo River, Rotar Ataki. I think General Boas to shoot forward from 16. You know, he was up on the speed in a sprint race down the straight last Saturday. God bless it. Military experts got a bit of speed. We saw Scoo Whiff ride the speed, three wide, no cover, and a win at Flemington. Uh, from 12, you think speed. I am me from 10. It's got speed. And Crosshaven from inside draws, 5, 3, and 1, that have enough speed to hold spots, and they should, or they'll get flushed right out the back of the surf. Uh, Straight Ace has got a bit of intent, I think, from that barrier. Ayrton, cause of concern. Jay Carr, she loves intent. She's informed now. Um, that makes it really difficult map for Magic Time, who's right in the market. Chain of Lightning's got a tricky map. Um Zutora the Inferno Umgawa if it stays in Melbourne, but it might be going to Newcastle back with Munha Mech. Um fucking busy, busy map. What what about the snatch? Does he get a nice run again? Um who's the snatch? Right. Oh Ban- Bandit, yeah, he coffins. I think he coffins. Yeah, yeah. On a nice tempo. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a strong tempo. I'd say this is a big fat number overall. Jordan Childs rides, he suits this horse, I think. Yeah. Um he drops in weight a little bit. Going super. Um yeah. I think it's Enormous. a great race. I think you're entitled to have a few views here, and I, I wouldn't sort of judge, you know, too harshly an opposing view to mine in this race because I think there's like you can Articulate why you like something and makes a lot of sense. Magic um, time was massive in the was it the invitation? Yeah, yeah but see, I, I can't have it because of its map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, but I could under, I could understand. Well, it's good speed. He'll sit off the speed. So I, I, I get that. Hmm. Uh, I just thought um, the price was tight enough. But is that the way you're learning, John? Well, no, probably not from the draw, but just commenting that it was a ridiculous run. To, to mm. still be fighting on towards the end there in that race. Yeah. The Imperatrice got... form looks pretty good, but they, like, as I and me, more a 1,200 metre horse is uh, the other one. There. Yeah, but they're very, very good at it this camp. Mm. And they have all that data. They've probably got data telling them, like, genetic data saying this is a 400 metre horse or, or stride data. Like, they've got all this data and you assume they're leaning on it. So I, I, I think we talked about this the other day. We've got to trust these big camps in the right races. Don't sort of go down wormholes trying to figure it out better than they will. Yeah. Um, I think IME's a sound proposition in this race. It maps well. Um, it's got the the right sort of uh, probably the grouse form. Look, it's not the grouse four hundred meter form, but what mm. is the grouse four hundred meter form? Yeah, yeah. You're talking like Jarataki, um, which is probably a, well, definitely a level below. Yeah, well, it goes from mayor's grade, doesn't it? I th- I'm I'm pretty sure it would be going from mayor's only now to open. Um, Tristan, yeah, I think it, yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I think one of the biggest plays in this race, if you're watching this and this is all you watch and you don't buy anything, can you you make your own decisions on game day? 
watch how the track's been racing for the previous seven races and lean to your map. So if they're sitting three wide and winning, which they could well do at Caulfield, well, then get rid of Bandersnatch and Villana uh, and Buffalo River and Straight Acer, and these horses are going to be backing inside. Or if it's the other way, then focus on those sort of horses. Um, I think that's what the market will do late. Um, I've had a bet here. I really like Crosshaven. I think he is a 1,400-meter horse, and I thought he was enormous first up at um, Flemington. Thank God he wasn't too enormous because he almost got us with Spacewalk. Uh, might have been Derby Day. Um, I love that run. I love his uh, track and trip stats at Caulfield. Uh, he's got a PB at 400 meters as a horse. He's second up here. He's an older horse. We sort of know what we're going to get, but he was meeting fastest last 100 and 200 first up. Uh, he's drawn super. Um, he jumps and he sort of sits, you know, second or third pair. I think you're going to get a really good run for your money. Probably an each way bet. Um, I haven't. I've just backed him to win, but um, I, I thought at the odds, he was the biggest and stupidest price. But I, a horse that wouldn't surprise me, and I think will just keep on drifting, and you get like forty ones, fifty ones, if they're running on the inferno. If he hasn't had his heart broken by that New Zealand filly, which has happened to us all. Indeed. <laughs> the all right, cool. Was there any other? Um... Races you wanted to touch on in depth, or do we want to get into your best bet? Yeah, no, let's save the rest for the for the Zoom tonight with the mailbag punters. Mm-hmm. Um, best bet then? Well, I don't if I, I cross if I get cross over home, it's all over. So that's that's not my best on Saturday. Actually, no, here's my best. Here's my best. Caulfield, race five, number 11. Skripper. Try and pronounce that. I've got no idea how to do that. That's a cruel name to spell. That is a tricky one. Skripper. Skripper. Just ignore the G. Ignore the G. Ignore the G. Caulfield, race five, number 11, stripper. (laughs) Turn the G into a T, yeah. Perfect. It'll roll forward. It was... Absolutely enormous last start in Adelaide. I reckon it'll start 220 or shorter, and I think it will win. Uh, it's fresh blood versus a few of these that aren't. Uh, I love this bet. I, I think um, the wide draw sprint races, Caulfield, doesn't concern me at all. It'll it'll be up up in the front punching, and I think it'll kick, and Kayla Carruth is going to ride a winner on 1,000 right. guineas day at Caulfield. There was, um, there was a bit of Adelaide form on one of those... Uh... A couple of Adelaide winners. Was it Cup Day, maybe, or Derby Day? Must have been Cup Day. Um, so they'll be there. Yeah, looking. that one. Ollie rode the sprint race. Yep. Now they they're competitive. The right horses with the right profiles come across here, and they're very very competitive. Um, she she again was meeting fastest, lost everything. Um, last start, she's going to be third up now. Um, I think it's just it's. It's it's um, PB time for this horse. I love the map. I think the wide draw gets a surprise, but I don't think it's a disadvantage at all. Caulfield Rail True. And um, yeah, keen, 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 stripper, stripper, stripper. Right, can I um, can I do something a little bit different this week? Sure, you in can. the um, in in, oh, in Mel- Melbourne, in New Zealand. 
No, <laughs> I, should, I should have had some portion on on yours, but um, <laughs> in in the Rupert Clark, can I take Bandersnatch and Jack's thing at half half? Sure. Crosshaven, because I hadn't even considered Crosshaven, and he just said spacewalk, and it's down in the waves, it's drawn well. I don't. <laughs> so it's it's gonna, you know, I, I I agree. I am me is. There's trigger like, words for Scario. There's a few yeah. of them. So you think, spacewalk. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so you're on ba- half your bits on Crosshaven and half on uh, Bandersnatch. Yeah, ba- Bandersnatch. So what are we? Proper- what are we? Do- Sorry, what are we doing? We're doing what, one unit at SP. That's how you've been doing. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah, so he's having two half units. Yeah, on the wing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, so it keeps it interesting. <laughs> and I and to beat too. Jack with his own horse would be awesome. Yeah, it'll sour like I'll be roaring. Then I go. <laughs> I'll head to Todonga for the Group Two Todonga Stakes. Uh, horse you know well, Jack, uh, from the past. Cool sign, Mav. Um, oh, he's been one winner over here. Did it win the two rack? Jay Mott, Danny O'Brien. Yep, it was in the Sir Rupert Clark uh, last year. So, um, so we've come full circle. Um, and it was on a heavy nine, which Todonga is expecting a lot of rain, which I think will really obviously suit him. He's been running um very well in our three group ones at Hastings. So expect him to go well. The only query from his 34 starts, he's never gone right-handed. So um that'll be interesting as to whether he does handle that. But uh hoping he will. I think he's about 460 at the moment. So that'll get me a little bit closer uh to Jack. And that's good about luck, it. Guys. I mean that good luck. But most importantly, guys, if you're watching at home, just have a phenomenal weekend. Gamble responsibly. But if you want to bet um, a happy handheld in Newcastle, I highly re- recommend getting Rob Scurry's Manning Yard Mail. I'm looking so forward to it. I love it when he's on a home deck, home-cooked meal, uh, the right sort of stuff to set him up for a big day. But don't forget, if you love us or if you hate us, uh, Until Valhalla is, uh, is a massive moment for us on Saturday in a group race at Newcastle. So we pray to all the gods. All of them. Zeus, Allah, Buddha, Bilbo Baggins, Gary Blitz Senior and Junior, Liam and Noel Gallagher, uh, Andrew and Matthew Johns. We better throw them in this week for the Newcastle connection. What about um, what about Darren and Andrew Jarman? Oh, silky. I saw him kick a goal on Fox. Sometimes I just have Fox footy on. Pissing rain. Yep. Angle where like all guys in the AFL now be kicking a big bender. He kicked a bender whilst walking straight at the goal pretty much. Straight through wet footy, he's such class. There were two part of them too. Uh, Jesus, Muhammad, um, and those and those same prayers go to uh, someone dropping out of Lazy Susan's race, whose form was absolutely franked last Saturday. Ray Magnerio missing in in the last. Have, Have a, a great week. weekend and bye for now.